Get Pasa One Leg Faders. Today's topics are the NBA season starts and why can't the Mavs close out games? The first segment of Mooney's Correction Corner. I guess I mess up a lot. Dirtbag got kidnapped. What? And the top three, bottom three condiments. But first, a quit sponsor spot from Anchor.fm. Hey, Dallas Maverick nerds. It's time for the podcast that you didn't ask for. This is One Leg Faded with your hosts, Munoz and Toronto. Ugh, you guys sound like a law firm. This is so stupid. Just record what you're supposed to record. Come on. And you can take that with you. All right, guys. This is One Leg Faded. And we are a Dallas Mavericks podcast. But we don't really talk about the Mavericks all the time. We really talk about whatever we want. So if you're looking for stats, analytics, this really ain't the place to be. So, but check us out. And one thing we always ask at the very beginning is, are you faded? So I'm going to ask my boy right here, Kenny, are you faded? Well, first of all, yeah, I am faded. But you just said podcast. You didn't say podcast. You said podcast. Podcast? No, I said podcast. No, you didn't. You said podcast. Oh, well, I thought I said podcast. Well, that's the TX whiskey talking there. Already? It's already talking. We just started. It's already talking. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, we had some technical difficulty, as you know, and uh, we were supposed to start about 830 and it's 930. So so this gives me this gives me the perfect opportunity to uh, introduce the newest uh, segment of every podcast is going to be Mooney's Correction Corner. So dumb, you are really dumb, for real. So dumb, so dumb, so dumb, so So nice. you mess up a lot. You say words wrong. You misquote stuff. You get stats wrong. So I'm going to start off with one right off the bat. So last week, when we were talking about the uh, the uh, reunion arena, you said... You said, oh, it's real impact in there instead of compact. Tell me, what, oh, what does impact mean? Because uh, uh, that didn't make no damn sense. No, it didn't. And that's, that's me, man. I, I'm real good with my hands when I talk, and I'm real good with talking with people, and I'm a social, social person. But I'm not that good at grammar, man. Some words are going to fly out that just, just aren't right. And hey, man, I'm sorry. And you know what? I'm not going to edit those. I could have took it out, but I didn't. I kept it in there. But what, to be honest, I really what, didn't even know. I really didn't even know until one of my friends texted me and pointed it out to me. <laughs> so the second time you messed up, and you were we were talking about George McLeod, how he leads the Mavericks in all-time uh, three-pointers made. You put, you, you said something like, "Oh yeah, he's got like a hundred and something. He actually has two hundred and fifty-seven career uh, three-pointers in one season. So he's the all-time uh, leader. Uh, so no, you no, messed no, that no, one no, up. No. So you were only off by like a no, hundred and fifty. No, no. No, no, you, you didn't hear me right. Uh, uh, I said that he was up by a hundred. I said he's but up he's not by, by about a hundred. He's not up by a hundred because because right now Tim Hardaway Jr. has over two hundred and his record is two fifty-seven. So if like anything, he's got like he, he might so be he up was, by like forty, but not a hundred and something. Well, now he is. But uh, earlier when we first talked about it last show, he was only at like one eighty-five, one ninety maybe. I think he was at one eighty-five. And so the math, uh, that's still not 100. Yeah, you're right. But, you know, it's all right. It's close. Not really, but oh well. Man, we're off to a shaky start, man. Well, people got to call me out. So listeners out there, if you're listening, send me a text, send me a tweet. Tell me what you hear, you hear wrong on the podcast, because you'll probably hear a lot of stuff wrong. All right. Well, we don't have that kind of time. I, I, I can't commit to responding to your errors or I won't ever get any work done. So I'm going <laughs> to ask you, 
I'm going to ask you another piece of trivia. Who's the all-time percentage leader in three-point makes? So who's got the highest three-point percentage in Mavericks history? Oh, let me see. That's, that's a tough one. Uh, percentage. Uh, give me a hint. Is it old, n- new? Um, yeah, it's a, little, it's a little bit older. Yeah, yeah. I would say I would say uh, nine or late nineties, early early two thousands, right around there. Would I know him, or is this some random damn question? It's not a random. I mean, I hope you know him. It's a oh, Mavericks it podcast. You're supposed plan. to know some okay. some stuff. You got to know some things. You're right. Um, you know, I watch the games. I'm a Homer fan. I watch the games. I true. I root for the. Uh, see, I just messed up there. I said true. No, I root for the the star players. Like right now, Porzingis, Luca, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., Seth Curry. Um, but that's the ones I know. So back in the older day, I knew Steve Nash, Michael Finley, and uh, Dirk Nowitzki. You asked me about some other guys, I don't know. So let me just go with Steve Nash. That's uh, not correct. It's Hubert Davis, 45, 45%. All-time uh, leader in uh, three-point percentage in Mavericks history, Hubert Davis had a. Mo- uh, most people remember Hubert Davis from his time with the New York Knicks, but he did have a cup of coffee with the Mavericks. He was with us for for a couple of years, and he uh, shot the lights out. So the answer to that trivia question is Hubert Davis. So do you even Hubert know who Davis. Hubert Davis was? Yeah, I remember him. I actually okay. do remember him. So you do remember him? Yes. All right. I remember some of those role Good. players. I'm one of those guys. If you if you point it out to me. And tell me, then I'll remember it. I'll go, oh, yeah, I remember that. All right, so for anybody who didn't listen last week, let me introduce my guy right here. Uh, we got off on a tangent there, and uh, I forgot to introduce you. So uh, my man, Moonypedia, Mike Munoz, Michelangelo, Milky Mike, Harry Maguire, Mikey Yikey, the Mexican Mike, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, what's going on, fans out there? Are you How's fading? Oh, yeah, I'm faded. As you can see, I already messed up at the very beginning. I think I said pod stash or whatever the hell you said. So now you said mustache, pod stash, whatever the hell it was. <laughs> hey, are you faded? You never answered the question. Yeah, I'm trying to get there, man. So Flacco, my cousin Flacco came in from out of town last weekend and we were hanging out, had a good time. But he brought me a bottle of Andalusia, uh, Texas Ooh. single malt whiskey made in Blanco, Texas. And it's good. It is good Ooh. stuff. So I'm going to polish it off tonight. Because uh, we've, been, right. we've been sipping on it for a couple of days, and he left me, so now I gotta I gotta, uh, gotta tackle it, it on my own. So you I'm gonna go ahead and finish it. off this whiskey tonight. All right. Well, let me introduce my compadre over here, uh, Kenny, aka Canard, aka Ken Diesel, aka the Streakin' Reekin, aka Mister Seventy Five Different Jobs, aka the Freakin' Reekin, aka completely shaven head to toe, aka the Bull. AKA Sir Talk a Lot, and this is my favorite, Mr. Two Hour Shower. Give it up for my man Kenny over here. Hey, thank you very much. I do take two hour showers. I can't lie to you. I mean, I love, I love taking a good hot shower, shaving my body, my oh, head, man. my well, you know what? I don't shave my head anymore. Do you see my beard lately? I got this, I got a COVID beard happening right now, and it is salt and peppery and delicious. My wife loves it. She said that it's like dating a whole different man. <laughs> so I used to live I used to live with this guy back in the past him and my boy Corey uh, C-Red which he'll come on the show dirt, later he was dirt actually bag. dirt bag yeah he was actually a little mad that we didn't even say his name last week so no we gotta say it we gotta say it early so he don't get so he don't get yeah. butt hurt 
yeah, so we don't get off our show because he's one of our only four listeners. So we got four listeners, and two of them are our wives. So we really only have two listeners, but whatever. And uh, anyways, I'd be hanging out with this guy, and we'd go out on Wednesdays most of the time to Sherlock's. So it was a dollar drinks, and I would wait for him. We were supposed to leave by like nine thirty. And man, I'd be ready by eight. And this guy would stay in the shower for two hours until like 10 o'clock. And then he'd come out all perfectly shaven, smelling like cologne. He reminded me, have you ever seen a, uh, have you ever seen As Good As It Gets? As Good As It Gets? Which one's that one? Uh, as Good As It Gets. Is that the one with uh, Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt? Nah, I never saw that? that. So in the movie, basically, he's uh, going to go out on a date with her. And he, she's waiting forever and looking at her watch and going, what the hell? And he takes like you, a two-hour shower. And he opens the door and all the steam just comes out. And he's like, okay, I'm ready to go. And she's like, okay. And she was like tired by then. She still went out. But that reminded me of you. That I, couldn't, I was laughing my ass off when I saw it. Good story. Tell it again. Let me re- rephrase what I said. This guy takes two-hour showers. So if you ever want to go out with this guy... And he says nine o'clock. It's gonna be eleven. Yeah, but I come out looking. I come out looking good, so fresh and so clean. At least I shower and get ready. And back when we were single, it gave us an opportunity to meet women. At least uh, Dirtbag didn't even shower. That's why he got his damn name Dirtbag. He didn't even no, get. No, he didn't. He didn't first of all, he wore the same dirty ass diesel tennis shoes for like six years straight. <laughs> so they used to be tan, and then they turned out to be like gray. And then he wouldn't shower. And then remember when he wouldn't cut his hair for a long time? He was all long and scraggly. Long, so yeah. we got a million stories about Dirtbag. But I oh, think yeah. my favorite my favorite story is the one where he got kidnapped at, at, uh, at IHOP. Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah. That was a crazy story. So basically, me and your brother, KT, went with him, Corey. We went out with uh, a couple of girls. We went out to the village, S4. Had a good time on Wednesday night. Ended up going to Denny's and uh, pulled up. And he's like, I'm going to smoke a cigarette. We're like, cool. So we all four go in. I would say maybe 25 minutes later at the most, he comes in with his shirt ripped and scratches all over his chest. He's like, man, I just got kidnapped. We're like, what? You just got kidnapped? He's like, yeah, man, I just got kidnapped, man. This, this guy just opened the door and said, yo, bro. Uh, that's him. And they just grabbed me and threw me in this truck. And there was two guys, one beside, there was three guys, sorry. One in the front, two beside me. And all I remember, Mike, it's just, just snapping a guy's neck and just snapped his neck. And they go, this is the wrong guy. And they threw me out. And I go, where'd they throw you out, man? He's like, oh, down the street by uh, Chase. And it's like two exits down. I go, Matt's like two exits down. You just got back in 20 minutes. And he just looked at us with a dumb face. Uh, and so after that, we started calling up snapping necks and cashing checks. All right, so what really happened, nobody will ever know. My <laughs> my assumption is that somebody came out and he was buzzing and you know how he likes to run his mouth. He ran his mouth to the wrong person and they just whooped him right there in the parking lot. So he, he was embarrassed and he had to come out with this elaborate story on how he supposedly got kidnapped and then and then <laughs> ended up murdering one of, his, one of his kidnappers by breaking his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Who kidnaps a guy? I mean, just some random guy at Denny's. You're kidnapping him. Oh, I, man, I, I don't know. <laughs> and these girls that were with us just were looking at us like, dude, this guy's totally lying. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, lying. I uh, know. All but, right, man. Yeah, so know, maybe whatever. Uh, that's that's some funny crap, but we gotta talk about how heartbroken and disappointed I am right now. So we are, we just lost to the Clippers tonight. So we're one and three in the bubble. Ooh, what the, ouch. what the hell is going on? 
I don't know, man. Um, we started off good. We should be three and one. Well, we got, we're not. we got we got stomped by the Clippers tonight. So best case scenario, we should probably be three and one. Three but and we're one. One yeah. and three. Man, I don't know. They play good until the, the fourth quarter. So when they went into the fourth quarter, basically they said the Clippers, when leading in the fourth, they were like 31 and four. And the Mavs were four and 16. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. They never, they can't win. In the last five minutes, they, they just don't know what to do. That might have a little bit to do with it, man. But I was talking a little bit about this last week. And I'm and I'm telling you, man, I love the NBA and I love the Mavericks, but I can't take it, man. Every Everything's a foul. It's like, tic-tac, barely any contact. I mean, I've seen some fouls that aren't even fouls. Like, they they wave at them and completely miss, and they still call a foul. It's like, I don't want to go back to the 90s. We mentioned it last week. I don't I don't want bully ball and, and, no. and wrestling and, and fighting. I don't want that. But there's got to be a happy medium because also, you, you can't just make some... The Mavericks, hey, get, don't get me wrong, I like it. They went, to, But they went to the free throw line 50 times. Oh, yeah. 50 times. It's getting a little too boring, man. I don't want to see 80 free throws a game. No. It's just not fun for me. No. And, and, and now what the Mavericks are doing, it seems like to me, if they don't get that foul, they're like, what? And they like they, they don't know what to do. Especially Luca. at the end of the game, he won't get a foul. He always has his hands up. Like, what's going on? Well, well that that's, guy, that's, that's everybody too, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of oh, like, yeah, I, I don't even lead. know. I don't even know how to act anymore because every after every play, Every player Everybody's is complaining, like, constantly. And I'm kind of like, listen, man, you guys are getting more ticky-tack fouls than ever. In the history of the NBA, I've never seen so many ticky-tack fouls. No. And they're still complaining. I'm know, like, man, you guys got nothing to complain about. Oh, no. It's bad. Uh, it's like flag football for the NBA. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's horrible right now. Uh, what I think they should do is when it gets to the fourth quarter, they should just do like the playoffs. And what always pisses me off is when they get to the playoffs, then the refs start call, stop calling fouls. Like if you notice, they'll call it playoff basketball. Yeah. And they don't call as many fouls. Just do that the whole year. Why do you got to wait to the... I think I say at the fourth quarter, I mean, if they're not close lining you, don't call anything. Well, good thing for us is we're in the playoffs no matter what. So we're going to yeah. make it. First time we're in probably going to play That's the Clippers. Awesome. But Denver's only like one game back. Uh, uh, you know, so we're pretty close to either playing Denver or the Clippers. We're seven no matter what. We can't move up anymore. It's a, it's a done deal. There's yeah. not enough games for us to move up. Um, but at least we won one game. You know what I mean? All we need to do is win a couple more to get our rhythm back. But Memphis, they're shitting the bed. They lost every yeah. game so far. So Portland's about to pass their ass up. And Phoenix, Phoenix is on fire. They haven't lost yeah. a game yet. No. But we should have beat them. We're up by 16. I went to sleep because I was it was so late. I went to sleep. I was tired. I was drinking that night. Passed out early. They were up by like 16. I was like, oh, this win. I wake up and they're I got actually a text from you <laughs> like in the morning saying, what the F with these ticky-tack fouls, man? That wasn't a foul, exclamation mark. So I was like, oh, man, what happened? Then I checked on my phone and we lost. I'm like, well, oh, I think I think like when the Mavericks some, and every other NBA team too, it's not just the Mavericks, but whenever you get on a cold streak of the game, basketball is a game of runs. So whenever you get on a cold streak, you need to be able to either get to the line or you need to be able to get a back to the basket. And we just don't have anybody that you can just dump it down to. That's what we're we're really missing. And I know that the back to the basket game, we talked about it before, is not part of the game anymore. But come on, man. We gotta need we need somebody that can just you can dump it down to them and get a you know, get a low post look. Even if they don't make it, at least getting down there. Other than yeah. Luca, and that's another thing, man. Like Luca is our point guard, but sometimes I think he's like 
too unselfish. I'm like, oh yeah, hey, you need to go score because you're the well, only guy that can really get a bucket whenever you want a bucket. So I think that even though he's scoring like crazy and he had a ridiculous game the other what was it, 36, Ooh. 20, and 10. That's that's what no, more does, what more does he need to do? I don't, I just don't you know I don't want to put more pressure on the guy because he's already carrying the team. But man, I, I I feel like he just needs to go score. Oh yeah, and I think that's what it is. I think in in the in the fourth, he doesn't understand yet that he needs to just he could drive on anybody. It just he just go take it over and drive. And it, if we lose, it's because of him. Stop passing it away to other players like uh, Dorian Finney-Smith. I love that guy. He plays hard, but he shouldn't be shooting in the fourth quarter. Give it to Luca. Let him score. I mean, he scored thirty four points, twenty rebounds, and twelve assists. And no one's done that ever since 1976. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was the last person. That's crazy. That well, shows you his stats. But I don't think we that's barely... correct. I think that's another. I think that's another uh, uh, Mike uh, missed that. I oh, think no. like you can look it I up. think I'm the pretty sure that, that uh, somebody else did it recently. So Man. I'm gonna have to fact check you on that. Hey, y'all, y'all out there, hit hit up, hit me up because I know this one's for sure. Because I actually looked it up and fact checked myself. And Mark Followell. Uh, Mark right. Followell said well, it. So. One thing I can say is that the last three MVPs are the Greek Freak, uh, Westbrook, and Harden. So two of the last three MVPs we lost to. So should we have lost that game? Probably not. No. But, man, those guys have been in the league for a while. They're MVPs. They know how to finish a game. And that's what they did. They made they made the little plays you know, and if Seth Curry hits a damn free, so he misses a free oh, yeah. throw and then he can't play no more. Where the hell has he been? Yeah. Can't even play it in the last two games. Yeah, all he had to do is make that last free throw. Make a free throw, box out, you win the first game. Yeah, so, you win it. So what happened not, to him? He got, he know. missed a free throw and all of a sudden he can't play no more. I haven't <laughs> seen him in the last two or three games. And I think they need to put JJ in a little bit more, man. Is he hurt? Put him in as a veteran. Get him in there a little bit. You know, I love, you know, I love JJ. You know, I, I, oh, yeah. I love him. Um, but man, I mean, with the style of game, with the style of game right now, man, I just don't think he's 36 years old, man. He can't really get or he can't really move like he used to, you know what I mean? When he was young, when he was young, he was scrappy and he hustled yeah. and he made you work. But now I feel like people just get around him. Like it ain't nothing. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, but they get around hey, everybody. He's, old, he's I mean, older. I, you know, I don't blame him. Yeah. But no, they get around everybody. The whole Houston team, all they did was spread out and drive. They did like... 500 layups on us. They kept driving on everybody. So, I mean, we, we don't have any defense. That, I mean, we could score like crazy, but our defense, I mean, people drive by Luca all the time. They're driving by all of us. But, I mean, who would have thought we'd be here, though? Come on. I mean, this is good for us. We actually are going to the playoffs. You would have told me they would have been in seventh place winning the playoffs. People were talking about their... Oh, hold on a second. My son is asking me something. My bad. Yep. Yes, son. <laughs> he's not great. Tell him his all right, all right, all right. Three all right, weeks. Cool. So he's going. He's all excited because his friends invite him into a birthday party at uh, Hurricane Harbor, and uh, he hasn't been, you know, hardly anywhere at all, you know, uh, this whole summer. But you know, I let him say, hey, you know, how many people are going? And there, it's like limited people that they're letting into the water park altogether. So I told him, okay, well, you can go. You know, just you know, you know, you know, be careful, social distance, blah blah. blah you know, so you know, we'll see. We'll see how he uh, how he handles it. Um, I, I got no I got no doubts that it'll be uh, it'll be fine. But uh, do you remember uh, do you remember Hurricane Arbor? Well, 
back then it was called Wet and Wild. Do you remember? Yeah. You remember how we met at Wet and Wild? Oh yeah, I remember how we met. You said, "Man, this guy is really cool, man. I gotta get to know this guy." Yeah, you remember wrong. So that's what I remember. So I was trying to mind back my in the day when we worked at Hurricane Harbor, I think I was like 18. You were probably like 15, 16, something like that. Yeah, yeah, uh, I had a job during the day at a hospital. Yeah, you did. And I had just come back from the Air Force, but in the afternoons, my buddy got me a job lifeguarding at uh, at Hurricane Harbor. And uh, the way it worked is like whenever your shift started, whether you worked like the morning shift or the afternoon shift, we worked the afternoon shift back then. Um, you had to do some kind of like CPR, or you had to do some like you know water training, or you know some kind of exercise before your shift ever started. So you had to be there like one hour before your shift started to do, you know, whatever it was. So anyway, you know, uh, what you want to do is get there early on CPR days because CPR days was like, I think it was like Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. So if you wanted to do CPR with like a girl, like a female lifeguard, that's when you wanted to get there on time. So you can like, hey, you want to team up and at least you got to practice CPR with a female. But if you got there late, you were definitely going to get stuck with a guy because there was more <laughs> guy lifeguards than females. So one day, one day I got there late as crap. I mean, I, I knew I was going to get a dude. But then when I got there, there was like one, only one other person that didn't have like a CPR buddy. And it was, it was this hairy, the hairiest teenager you ever seen in your life. Like chest hair, <laughs> arm hair, face, like a full beard, uh, a thick, you know, Magnum PI mustache. And it was, uh, your boy, it was your boy, Mike. I couldn't even do uh, CPR on your chest. It was so hairy. Like my arms kept getting caught in all that, all that wonderful taco meat you had on your chest. <laughs> Oh man, I was hairy, man. I, 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 I had hair since the age of like, since I was like in fifth grade, man. It was ridiculous. It was crazy. It's when I was like in sixth grade, my hair started falling out. I remember waking up in my room and there would just be hair all in my bed. I'm like, what the hell? Man, man, genetics dealt you a bad hand. So you have hair everywhere except on your head where you need it. Oh yeah, I know. It's horrible. I remember in seventh grade, uh, we had football and I walked in um, after the practice and everything. And everyone uh, at Workman Junior High, we had all these big showers. And some dudes were like scared. They didn't want, they didn't take a shower with everyone, but I didn't care. So I went in there and started taking a shower. As soon as I walked in, all these dudes uh, just stopped. That oh look at this look at this motherfucker right here. Look how hairy he is, man. Look at that guy. Oh my god! And they all just started dying laughing at me. Oh my god! And I was like, what, man? And I, I remember put my towel around in my chest a little bit, and I showered real quick and got out of there. And they talked about it. And every time I walked in, they go, there he is. Look at him. He's about to Mr. Harry. You're the hairiest motherfucker I've ever seen. And that was. Seventh grade. You remember when you got? You remember when you got back from A and M and we started living in that apartment together? You, me, and Dirtbag. And then we were about to go to the club and you came out. And I'm like, Oh, oh yeah. man, you gotta do something about this. And like, well, and you were like, What do you mean? I'm like, You gotta shave your whole upper body right now, or you're not going there because you had like hair sticking out <laughs> of the front of your shirt. Your arm hair was like ridiculous. You like a damn, you like a damn Sasquatch. You had so much hair. <laughs> I know. I finally started trimming it, man. Now I'm manscape. And it, you know what's crazy? I still manscape. And this is with getting laser on my back. So I got laser on my back, so I don't get hair on my back anymore. But landscaping in the shower, it takes about two hours like you when you shower. But you do this every single day when you shower. Yeah, but I'm not really that hairy, though. I mean, I can, I, I've can. i got it down to a science. I can get in and out of the shower in like 15 minutes now. Oh, it's man. like that. It's not as bad as it used to. Back then, oh, I was young. I was trying to figure it out. But but now, oh, it's a science. I've got, I've got a razor for my head. 
a razor no, for my face and a razor for my for my for my upper body, and I got a razor for my lower body. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like if you go to like a, a a gun locker and you got a gun for every single like occasion. You got a rifle, you got a handgun, you got a shotgun. Oh yeah, man, that's American. Well, I got a razor for every different for every different body part, and I've got it down. I've got it down pat. I mean, I can do it. I can do it so fast now. It's not like the old days. <laughs> Yeah. So, well, anyways, that's how we met. But I, all I remember was when I met you at Wet Wild, uh, you were like pointed at me and were like, you. And I was like, what the hell? And he like grabbed me and said, I want to do CPR with you, buddy. Yeah, you wish. Like, what? And then you started like, yeah. I'm like, why, why you want to do it with me, dude? He's like, yeah. And then I remember you also said, hey, man, why don't you come play basketball uh, uh, with me and my uh, brother in my backyard? And there was some other dude. I don't even remember this dude. He was right beside me. Who was that dude? I know who that dude was. That guy was little Tony. That was like little Tony. A he used to. He was a life. He was a lifeguard too, and he told us yeah. that he could hoop, but he was he was terrible. Oh, he's horrible. So I said, "All right, I'll go." And so not only was it home court advantage with you, and then you had your brother, and y'all know how to play each other. You gave me this guy that didn't know how to play at all, and I think y'all destroyed us like twenty-one to like four or something. Yeah, that, that was uh, that was home court advantage for sure. Because remember we oh, had the yeah. goals lowered down to like nine and a half feet, so that we were just nice. like dunking everything. But then I remember when I left, you're like, I heard you tell your brother, man, I really like this guy. This guy's totally cool, man. I, I like never him. said, I never said that. You want, you wanted me to say that, but I didn't. Man, he's really cool, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to definitely have to call him again. Uh, <laughs> okay. I do remember, like, we did become friends, and this is no bullshit. And uh, you were like, uh, you were like, hey, man, are you working? Whatever day it was, I'm like, yeah. Me and my brother, you know, we work the same schedule every week. We have like a set schedule. And you were like, you have a set schedule? I'm like, yeah. They go, how'd you do that? I'm like, man, I just made friends and they gave me a set schedule. And he was like, oh, okay, well, I'm working on whatever day it was, like Friday or something. Uh, can you, you know, I don't have my my car is like messed up. Can you come? Can you come pick me up? And I'm like, yeah, just give me your address and I'll and I'll roll by. But you know, we need to be there early, so I'm gonna roll by a little bit earlier so we can get you and then we can keep going. And then you were like, okay, cool, whatever, whatever. So I showed up at your house, me and, me and your brother, uh, me and my brother, and then we knocked at the door. And then your dad, Candelario, came uh, answered the door. And that's the first time I ever met him. And I was like, I was like, hey, you know, hi, how you doing? Uh, you know, I'm Kenneth. This is my brother, KT. You know, we're here to pick up Mike, go to work. And uh, you know, can you let him know? And he's like, and your, your dad was like, that goddamn piece of shit is still in the is still in the bed. And you go wake him, goddamn <laughs> ass up. And, I, and me and my brother started just crying, laughing. We never heard oh. no no man, much less the father, you know, talk that way before. And, and he was so funny because he had these these tight, tight little shorts on that were like pulled up above his like <laughs> belly button. And then he had like a like a comb over, you know, like a big time big time comb yeah. over. And he was like he was like so pale, and his uh, his pants were so tight you could see like the whole outline of his like ball sack. And uh, I mean, your dad is like, a, man, your dad's like a cartoon character. Oh, he is, man. I remember that day. I was upstairs, and all I can hear is, "Goddamn son of a bitch, your goddamn friends are here. Come downstairs, you piece of shit. You gotta go, goddamn work." And then I hear him just go in the living room. <laughs> and and, uh, and you know what's funny, man? To this day, I bet you he's still the same way, ain't he? Oh yeah, he is. He is. He'll say it every once in a while. He's more calm now. He's he's like seventy-seven now. I love my dad, dad, but he's more calm. But back in the day, man, he would. Anything, goddamn this, goddamn that, piece of shit this. I'm like, goodness. Anyways, I remember walking downstairs like, you're goddamn, you're late for work. Go to these goddamn idiots over here. Go with them, goddamn it. <laughs> I remember. Oh, man. Ugh. All right, man. Well, now we're here for our top three, bottom three. We oh, yeah. Every single podcast. and Dedicated uh, to Junior Miller. Don't forget. Don't, don't forget to send a shout out to my guy, Junior Miller. So basically the top three, bottom three is going to be condiments. Condom, so, condoms? 
No, not condoms. <laughs> Condiments. Oh, I was about to say condoms. <laughs> <laughs> that is nasty. You're nasty. I'm not uh, bad. I'm just kidding. Now it's time for top three. Bottom three. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I go first or you go first? Do you want me to do top three or you do? Uh, what I, uh, You do top three this time. Okay. I'll do top three this time. All right. Cool. Um, so um, I'm going to go ahead and start off with a place a lot of people don't know about, but um, back back in the day by UTA, and it's probably still there, there was a place called Nisa Pizza. You remember Nisa Pizza? Oh, yeah. It's still there. Right it's by, still there? By, yeah. So remember, there do you remember that, Ita- that house Italian dressing that they had? Oh, yeah. I do remember that. So whenever you would eat your pizza and then you would take the crust and you would dip it in that house dressing. I wouldn't even order a salad. I would just order like the dressing. So that dressing with that bread, because that pizza was like so good. And everything, and then we had the the pizza. Remember, the pizza Nazi would yell at you if you asked for more Parmesan. He would get mad at you mm-hmm. and say, "No, that's enough Parmesan. You don't need any more Parmesan." He would like he would scream at all the uh, at all the. Uh, how did that place even make business? He screamed at everybody. Oh yeah, he was like the pizza Nazi. I do remember that. That was a delicious place. He did scream that. He only let you have like two Parmesans. All yeah, the time. he only have let you have two Parmesans, and then if you said, "I'll I'll pay for more," he would just kick you out of the place. But anyway, <laughs> the Italian dressing on that on, with the crust of that pizza, uh, wonderful. All right, the other one is, and this is, man, this one came up last week too, because so Chick-fil-A, we go to Chick-fil-A so much, the honey mustard at Chick-fil-A with those nuggets, it goes it goes perfect. I don't care about the Chick-fil-A sauce and all the different, I don't care about those. The only one I like is the, the honey mustard with the nuggets, perfect. You know, it's been going hard since the early 90s. Um, and then the last one is, so this is a newer one, and there's another one that we eat a lot, newer but one. that damn, that cane sauce, from Kane's Chicken. Oh, yeah, Damn, that Kane sauce is good. That thing, I eat the whole thing up, so I don't even order, like, cold. I tell them, hold the coleslaw, hold the Texas toast, just give me, like, two or three extra sauces. And, I mean, I use I use it all up, man. It's so damn good. Ooh, I love that. When you did the bread in it, too, man, that's so delicious, man. I, lo- I, I love, love it. That. So I would say that those, for, for condiments' sake, those are, my, uh, those are my top three condiments right there. All right, man, that's nice. Well, my bottom three, man, um... I like most of everything, but there's three that I hate. Any kind of um, any kind of cream cheese kind of dip, I can't stand that, man. That's my third worst. Any kind of cream cheese, like I don't know, like a French onion dip, I can't stand that. You don't it's like so you don't like that. Uh, you don't, oh, you no. don't like that. Uh, that one that you you get the little powder and you and you mix it with like sour cream and you like dip the pretzels in it. You don't like that? Oh no, no. I know what you're talking about. No, I, I don't know why. There's something about it. I don't know. Maybe it's the way it looks. I don't know. That's my that's my third one for sure. My second one would be just when you go to like not macaroni grill. What was that spaghetti warehouse? You ever been to spaghetti warehouse? They're all closed now, I think. Yeah, there's still, the day, I think there's still one left by the Parks Mall. Yeah, the spaghetti warehouse. They would have their their disgusting tomato sauce. It was like ketchup, and then they would bring it for the breadsticks, and they'd bring a little side of like marinara sauce but man it was so nasty i couldn't stand that uh, that's uh, my second. that was like that was like imitation what they used to do they probably got like a bottle of ragu and they put it like a little cup and told you it was oh, like yeah. their homemade marinara but it was, it was like straight out of a bottle that was disgusting and then my worst of all time and i don't know how people eat this it is horseradish i can't stand that you you fucking stupid right now you know that 
Wow, that is disgusting. Man, man. like some oh. homemade horseradish that they put on like a, like a, at on a steak at a real oh, good steak no. house. You don't a like steak? that? I'm not gonna put horseradish on a steak. You give oh, me a steak, dude, man. You don't put yeah, horseradish on your on oysters it. whenever you eat like raw oysters. You don't put a little no, horseradish man. on there. No, I put that uh, cocktail sauce, a little squirt of a lemon. But, but no, you don't put but you don't put horseradish on. No, and a little cracker. No, man, I've ate plenty with you, man. Oh not, man, no. that horseradish goes hard, but we're gonna have to disagree. We're gonna have to agree to disagree on that. Cause I love me some horseradish on a on an oyster. Oh, that's disgusting, man. Disgusting. All right, well, that's our show for today. So um, glad uh, y'all were listening. Uh, remember, follow us on Twitter to One Leg Faded. We'll be putting out a podcast every week. Hopefully, the Mavs will have a better winning streak next time. They're one and three. I think there's like three more games. Well, they better, man. I'm yeah, depressed so right I'm now. I'm sort of depressed. So, um, but uh, follow us. And remember, guys, especially all you map fans, everyone out there, make sure you stay faded. All right, stay faded, everybody.